Having five porches, in these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting the moving for the moving of the water. For the angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole and whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man, everybody say a certain man. A certain man was there which had an infirmity 38 years. 38 years. I'll be 38 this year. That, that really sinks in. 38 years. Imagine having a sickness for 38 years. And Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now for a long time in that case. He said unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in the pool. But while I am coming, another one stepped down before me. Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately... The man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. He immediately, he was made whole and he got up and he did what the Lord told him to do. He picked up his bed and walked. Lord Jesus, Heavenly Father, we love you. We magnify you. We exalt you. I need you now more than I ever needed you before. God, I need you to touch my mind and my heart and my soul. Anoint my lips of clay, Lord Jesus. My God, preach to your people, Lord God. Let it be now my words preaching, Lord Jesus, but let it be your words uh, touching the hearts of the saints, God, of every new, young, a new newcomer that's here today, Lord God, every visitor. I pray, God, that you would minister to the church, touch every mind and every heart and every soul. I rebuke the adversary right now. I rebuke the lie from the pits of hell. I rebuke it right now. I rebuke every bondage that wants to bound your people right now. In the name that's above all names. Everybody say it in the name of Jesus. Come on, say it like you mean it. Can we give him a hand clap of praise? If you're going to preach with me, high five somebody. My, 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 my. Thank you. I love what I feel in the house of the Lord. You may be seated for the next few moments. I know I've taken my time to start, but I just... I feel the Holy Ghost directing us in something, and I like to discern and see what the Holy Ghost wants to do before I continue. If I could have a little bit more monitor, Pastor, I'm sorry to blow y'all out. I am hard of hearing. Uh, the Holy Ghost uh, kept instructed me and reminded me of, yes, of Sunday and and there was some, uh, I see some new faces today that I didn't see on Sunday. And you may come to church here and praise God. Amen. But if you, if you weren't here, I'm not saying that because, we, you know, the Lord allowed us to preach. I'm saying that because the Lord was in this house. Amen. You missed the service on Sunday. And, and, and can, I, can I say something without getting in trouble? Well, it's okay. I'll still say it. If you are missing 10 o'clock Sunday school. Adult class. You're robbing yourself from coming to the house of the Lord, first of all. And the two times that I've been here, as far as in, in, in uh, Sunday school, I've been here 
preaching multiple times, but in Sunday school, I was able to be here twice now. And, and uh, Brother Anthony, my, my, my word. You are missing, you are missing out. So I encourage you to come to the house of the Lord. But we preached and the Lord showed us in, in uh, the book of John in the first chapter where there was two gentlemen coming and they were following him after they heard John say that this was the lamb. They followed him and Jesus turns around and asks him, uh, ask them what, what, what do they need? And they say uh, they wanted to see where he dwelt and he told them come and see. And something happened in the place when they witnessed uh, the place that he dwelt because something it is something caught their attention that that Andrew said you know what I know that he is him that we've been waiting for so now I'm gonna go get my brother Simon Peter there's something that he had to go grab his brother and said you gotta come and see this we have found the one there was something about Philip that resonated inside of Philip. Philip said, I know a man by the name of Nathaniel that right now he's weary. Right now he's frustrated. Right now he's angry. Right now he may be bitter. He was in a fig tree upset and angry and bitter. I know a man, Nathaniel, that needs to come and see. So he goes and says, we have found him. He is from Nazareth. And Nathaniel being negative in that moment said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? And he told him what was his answer. Come and see. You got to come and see. I don't know what to tell my co-workers how to get them to church. All you got to tell them is come and see. Come and see that the Lord is good. Come and see that God can change your life. Come and see that. Come and see that the bondage can break out of your life. Come and see that your daughter can be delivered. Come and see. was something there was something about him they said you just gotta come and see you gotta come you gotta come witness it for yourself i can tell you how good that steak is there's a place my god i feel the holy ghost there's a place i don't know if there's anything else besides this little steak place leona's and some of you praise we can try to tell you how good that steak is I can tell you to get it medium rare where all the juices come out and it's just so tender. Some of you uh, well done folks. Y'all looked at me sideways. It's okay. I used to eat beef jerky too. I, I can tell you how good and tender that is, but until you drive yourself to Leona's and you spend your own gas and your own time and, and you take you take a precious time and you take some loved ones and until you experience yourself, I can't really tell you. You just got to come and see. You got to come and witness. You got to tell somebody, I can try to tell you what God has done for me, but you got to come to Moss here. You're not at Pentecostal church and you got to come and see. You got to come and see that God wants to change her. You got to come to see that you, are, you will be blessed. And then we go, we read some chapters, and now we see there's a woman of Samaria, a woman that had been through some junk, a woman that had some scars in her life. 
we see this lady that feels unworthy that she has to go and draw water when no one else is drawing water, when everybody else is doing their thing, she then goes and gets some water for herself. And she encounters a man named Jesus. And Jesus sitting there asked her for some water. And he, she told him how you how you are talking to me, a woman from Samaria, Samaritan woman. How are you talking to me? And y'all know the conversation. And they, they go back and forth. And Jesus starts ministering to her and and then she tells her he tells her go and get your husband and she says I have no husband he says you're right you've had five and the one that you're with you're shacked up with is not your husband right now there was some issues that she had there was some scars that she had and she said are you a prophet I think that you're a prophet and they have this conversation back and forth and and verse 28 of chapter 4 says the the woman then left her water pot, her water pot, and went her way into the city and said to the men, "Come and see." Verse twenty-nine said, "Come and see." I know I'm a mother. I know I've had five husbands. I know the guy that I'm with is not my. Husband. I know I made some mistake, but a man that never knew, a man that I've never met before, you gotta come and see. You got to come and see that he talked to me. I know you've probably been backslidden for a long time, but Jesus is here to touch your mind too. She felt that she was unworthy, but let me tell you something, honey. When you're broken and disgusted, that's when Jesus can put you back together again. That's when Jesus can restore you. Jesus can't fix something that ain't, ain't broken. He can, but he won't. That saying that says if it ain't broke, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. The devil is alive. Break that joker. I want to be broken because when I'm broken, when I'm broken, that means God can put me back together again. When I'm in shambles, that means I'm allowed the Holy Ghost to work inside and outside, inside and outside of me. some of you that have been ashamed of your testimony. I don't want nobody to know that I did drugs back then. Why not? Why not? If you was a crackhead, tell somebody. I used to be a crackhead. There's a crackhead out there that needs it. This lady didn't care. She knew the whole world knew that she had five husbands. She had been doing all kinds of ungodly things. But she still went out and testified. You got to come and see. You got to come to see this man. I challenge this church to go reach the laws at all costs. And tell them you got to come and see what's happening. folks under the sound of my voice have been under trial you have been under trial you have been going to court the enemy has taken you to court if you've never been a courtroom 
If you've never been inside of a courtroom, I can tell you some things about a courtroom because I've been into, unfortunately, several courtrooms for different reasons. But as you enter the courtroom, as, as you sit down, you have to silence your cell phone and you play, you, you play on your cell phone and the bailiff, well, we need some bailiffs in the house, amen? We just need some bailiffs to come. I'm off notes right now, but it's okay. We need, I don't even have no, I just, anyway. Uh, uh, we need some bailiffs in the house and to come out. But there's some bailiffs that come in and, and correct you. And, and there's some bailiffs if you're chewing gum and they'll say this. And you, you know you even have to tuck your shirt in in the courthouse. I'm not telling you to tuck your shirt in the church house. I'm just telling you that you have to be presentable when you go to court. You have to look the part. And there's all kinds of things that you have to do. But as the bailiff stands on the side of the door and, and, and as the judge comes out, they say, all oh, rise. And, and you rise up to your feet and the judge or high might seat and they sit down and, and they get themselves and then they ask you to be seated. And you can't talk and you can't do anything and there's some of you that have felt under this pressure that you've been going to court matter of fact there's some of you that have actually been literally going to court for situations and God has a word for you today but there's some of you that the enemy has taken you to court the enemy has got some evidence against you the enemy has, has filled out some things and has put together a case against you and now you find yourself in court against the adversary the devil has put a list of things this day you didn't do this and this day you didn't pray like you said and this day you messed up on your fast and this day you said this and this day you said that and, and this day you had a bad attitude and this day you I'm not here to, to allow sin or, or to say okay sin is okay to do no 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 but understand me there's an adversary that's trying to pull everything out every cord that he has to torment your mind but the devil is a lie it's time for the saints of the living God to arise and said I got a father in heaven and his name is Jesus he come on he died for my sins my sins are washed away they're all under the blood I was washed I was washed by the blood of the lamb and by the word I'm saved by the word of my testimony somebody magnify him right now Some of you, the devil has taken you to court for way too long. He's built up a case against you and he's told you that you're worthless. You're never going to get your miracle. I got case. I got a case built up. You've been sick for 10 years. You're not going to get your healing. I got a case against you. The God that you pray to, the God that you fast to is not real. You're going to die sick. You're going to die in your dilemma. That's what the adversary is trying to tell you. I read this scriptures, Pastor. Something caught my attention. I've preached on this message, on this passage, in different ways. And as I was studying one day, the Lord quickened me into the point that he 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 picked up his. He asked him to pick up his bed and walk. I, I don't need that any longer. I'm not, I'm not laying down with that disease any longer. Why do I have to pick up? Why do I have to pick up this bed? Can, can it be useful to somebody else that is needy? But no, 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 no. Jesus said you got to pick up your evidence. I come to preach to somebody today under this title. I have evidence. I got some evidence. 
Jesus said, roll up that bed. Roll up that bed and hold it with you because the world needs to know that you got some evidence that the healer touched my body. I got some evidence that God is still on the throne. 38 years, but Jesus is still real. I got evidence that God can touch my body. I have some evidence. I got evidence that God can change. I got evidence, and her name is Lauren. I got evidence. I got some evidence that God can still do it. I have some evidence that God changed my life. Some of you forgot what God did. Professional Pentecostal. You don't forgot the miracles of yesterday. And you've allowed the, the, the enemy to attack your mind, torment you, and tell you you're not going to receive. If he did it back then, he's going to do it now. If he was a deliverer back then, he's a deliverer now. I got evidence that God touched my mind. The point, I was running from the laws. I didn't, I, I didn't want to leave. I said, you know what, I, I'm not going to jail forever. So in my mind, I was going to make a, a cop's day really bad. Because I was going to say, we're going we're gonna to shoot it out or you're going to suicide by cop, whatever it was. I was in my mind, I was determined that I'm not going out that way. But God used somebody that had never stepped foot in any kind of church. He never stepped foot in even in a Catholic church. And I asked him what he thought, what was his thoughts of suicide. And the Holy Ghost started speaking to me through this man that never ever had stepped foot in an apostolic church. I knew this already. I was already born, born again of the water and of the spirit. I already had the baptism, but I was so far gone, Pastor. I was so, my mind, I was tormented. I was ready to die. But there was a God in heaven that said, no, 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 no. You still got heaven. I got the evidence that God delivered me from my mind. I got evidence that God delivered me from suicidal thought. I have some evidence. I was 18 years old when I was told that I wasn't able to have children. And, uh, Hadn't even met my wife yet. Well, we knew each other from childhood, but hadn't even got together. I wasn't even in church when I got that notice and I looked at those papers. I was in, I was in shock, brother. I, I could not believe what I had just read. And they told me that I had abused drugs and I had to mutilate my body, all kinds of things. They said, you're not going to be able to, to, to give your wife children whoever you decide to marry. So when I got with my wife, and we, before we got married, I told us, you need to understand this then, that I was already preaching this truth. I was already preaching miracles. I was already seeing God do miracles for other people. But I couldn't believe it for myself. Hear me right now. I couldn't believe it for my, I could believe it for everybody else, but I couldn't believe it for me. So I said, you just don't understand that I was told that I, I have paperwork, that the doctor doctor said that I can't have uh, have children. I can't give it. So you have to really think if you want to marry. She goes, don't say that. God can do anything. I said, I just need you to understand. And my wife said, no, no, no. You just need to. In other words, you need to believe what you're preaching. I have 
have some evidence. I have some evidence that God is still a healer. I got I got three pieces of evidence. I got the evidence named Isaiah, named Josiah, named Ava. I got some evidence that God touched my body. If he did it for Edwin Cicada, he can do it for you tonight. He can deliver your mind. He can deliver your heart. I have evidence. I, I wasn't going to do this, but the evidence walked into the building. So I could tell you about a young lady that was in the church for a little bit. And I was pastoring at the time. And by now they know not to get embarrassed when I just, you can't, you can't come where I'm preaching and I expect to be used. Amen. And uh, I come to say, I, I want to go to college. So I don't think it's the right thing to do. You got a great college right literally in your back door. You go to Sam Houston College. No, I just feel like, I said, no. I said, I don't, I don't feel a release. And, well, praise God, she packed up and left. And uh, she went anyhow. And I remember getting a phone call at 3 o'clock in the morning. She said, are you serious to be able to call Pastor Ray? I said, Siri, call Pastor Ray. My wife and I were awake for whatever reason. Tears in her eyes. She couldn't even, so lost, so intoxicated. She had witnessed something tragic happen to a friend of hers. And she could not do anything because of the things that were intoxicating her body. She was so far away from God. Me and my wife got up and we began to plead the blood over her. We were able to get her own family. Her, we got a, her mom got a hold of her and we were able to, she was able to come back. The Holy Ghost restored her at church. I got evidence. If he did it for Tiffany Valdez, he can do it for you. I know she looks apostolic like she's been in this all her life, but she's been through something. She has some scars. And I got evidence. The evidence walked in that I wasn't even expecting. If he did it for her, if he touched her mind, if he cleansed her body, if he washed her from those things, God can do it for you. There's evidence in this house. There is evidence that the healer is in this place. Oh, come on, somebody. Somebody praise God right now. Mm. Come on. The adversary has pushed you for way too long. It's time for the church to start pushing back. It's time to say the devil, you're alive. You got some evidence, but I got some evidence. I got the judge on my side. His name is Jesus. He's not just a judge, but he's also my lawyer. He's also my advocate. I got the one that said, greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. I'm taking my time, Pastor, but I'm, I'm telling you, God wants to deal with some people. The enemy has been giving you a run for your money. allowed him to we've allowed him to push us that far 
We've allowed him to torment our minds. We've allowed him to take us to court. We've allowed him to bring up some false accusations. And you know what? Some of those things are probably true. Some of those things are probably true. You, you probably shouldn't have looked at that website. You, should have, you, you, you probably shouldn't have had that conversation with somebody. You probably shouldn't have texted that person those, those things. But you know what? The healer is in this place. The same one that walked on water is in this house to wash you from your sins. If you made some mistakes, okay, you're in the right place. Come and see. Come and see Jesus. Come and see that God wants to wash. I got evidence that if God washed me, he can wash you. I have evidence that God wants to deliver you. I want somebody to stretch forth your hands to the heavens right now. Come on. There's a war that's been happening right now. Come on, I'm tired of breakthroughs on Sundays and breakdowns on Mondays. I'm tired of it. It's time for you to get deliverance completely today. Come on, somebody go in deep prayer right now. Come on, somebody tell the devil, I have evidence. I got evidence that God's going to heal my body. I got evidence that God's going to restore my marriage. I got evidence that my kids are coming back to church. I have evidence. This man, I, 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 I know time is getting away from us. The Holy Ghost is moving in this house. My God, help me, Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, there's another Tiffany Valdez in this place. I feel this in the Holy Ghost. I had no idea she was coming today. Come on, Tiff, pray. I had no idea she was going to be here today. But there's another Tiffany Valdez in this place that you've been through some junk, young lady. You have some scars. But Jesus done wrote in the evidence to say he's no respecter of persons. If he changed her life, he can change your life too. All you have to do is surrender to the almighty God. stand come on keep praying keep praying the Holy Ghost is moving in this house
I rebuke the false accusations. I rebuke the hurts and the pains. I rebuke the trial. I want you to step out of your pews. Everybody that's physically able, I want you to come. I want you to bring that, bring that praying spirit that you're bringing right now. Come on. Don't stop. I know we're in a transition right now, but don't stop. I want you to continue to pray. The Holy Ghost is not done right now. Come on. You can still get baptized in Jesus' name. You can still receive the Holy Ghost. But God has sent a word for somebody that you've been going through turmoil. You've been being attacked. You've been going to court. You've been in trial. But now is your moment because Jesus has given you the evidence. He said, pick up your bed. Pick up your bed and go show everybody. Go show everybody. Carry your evidence with you. It's time for you to let the world know. I got evidence. Oh, come on. The judge is in this house. The judge is in this house. Oh, I know there's chaos around you. I know the adversary is bringing lies. But there's a God in heaven saying, no, 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 no. 